Welcome to By Design. I'm Lynn. And I'm Dennett. We're thankful to be back in front of these microphones. Look at us. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. And we're so glad that you're here. We really want to encourage you in your home, in your soul. All the things that you have been made by design, for design, in a design. Like this is just like totally encompassing. So that's right. Try to keep up <laughs> Good with luck. our squirrel brains. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so please follow us on uh, social media. We're at By Design Podcast, Instagram and Facebook. And our website is bydesignpodcast.com. Especially because when we do talk about um, like projects we're working on or, uh, you know, just rooms or like big projects, little projects, little, you do a lot of great DIYs. Um, there's a lot of images over there and like step-by-steps. So you, you do want to make sure you go over there and subscribe so you don't miss anything. Yeah, that's right. Yay. And all kinds of show notes. So uh, links to Oh, yeah. Books, we talk about books. Oh, yeah. Scripture books. references, wherever we might go, wherever the rabbit trail takes us. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so we're back. It's been a while. And we took the summer off. Um, For the most part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're back and it feels good to be back. And part of me being back and taking a break was trying to find healthier rhythms from my life as a wife, as a mom, as a friend, you know, all of the aspects. So mm-hmm. how's yeah. it been for you? Yes. I, well, no. <laughs> I mean, that's my goal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine, mine too. My summer and taking off was not for that or because of that. Sure. For me, it was just different. My kids were home. She was forced because I was away. Yeah. And to be honest, I felt like my um, summer was not productive in that sort of a sense. Sure. And uh, But it was a being present with my kids. That's awesome. So, Well, that's productive. Especially for moms. I think, you know what I mean? We, we have these expectations of what a summer vacation should be or, mm-hmm. you know, and what our kids want. And then we have to be real life. Right. And yes. find that balance. So. so, but I am excited to talk today about this idea of spiritual rhythms. Yeah. And because I'm hungry for some growth. Yeah. And, you know, a little excited that my children are back in school. Oh, amen. And my little guy has started a few days of preschool. Uh, yes. Rage. Yeah. Little baby Rage is now in school. <laughs> he is. Just a few it. days, but... Um, so it's opening up a window of time for me to start having some of these practices, right? Get back to writing and create maybe some more patterns in my life to, um, build on for God's glory. So, and you know what? That's a really great point because I do, I remember those days of, you know, my kids are in school part-time or I still have a little one at home and it is hard. It's hard Mm -hmm. to find those balances because you you can't make every day the same and every week the same. And Mm -hmm. um, it does get a lot easier to be able to be a bit more intentional with these disciplines as your kids get older and they are not in your face all day long. Right. So. Oh yeah. Well, so the difference for us right now is that (laughs) we like every other mama out there, we're all crazy busy, right? mm -hmm. We are in the middle of soccer. We have, you know, one boy playing varsity baby soccer, another one in middle school soccer, which Kurt's of course coaching and then our little one. And there's just the two of us <laughs> and there's three directions we need to be going in. Sometimes like tonight we have three mm-hmm. different spots we need to be in. You know, it just has to be, it has to be balanced and also teaching our kids that sports and things aren't idols in our life. We don't rule them. We'll be committed and we'll do, you know, as much as we can, the best that we can. 
But if it's going to cause complete chaos in our home, we're going to have to reassess and like take a look at it. Right. And, and I think that our lives are already, there's already a rhythm and a pattern for each of us in our daily life. Yeah. And so some healthy and some not so healthy. Right. And I think sometimes life just starts living does. for us mm-hmm. and we, and we don't realize that um, we're not really moving toward what we want. We're just kind of, there's an ebb and flow that isn't taking us to our goal. Right. right. And I think that. And we, they can be good things. Absolutely. But I think as an overarching like um, idea, you know, we are a plan, something like that. We have to remember that, you know, we, we do those things to take care of our weight. We do those things to help our kids in school. Like if, you know, we layer in help and we layer in time for reading and whatever, whatever our kids might be struggling with so that they can get to their end goal. But in the spiritual life, it's just kind of like a haphazard thing, right? Oh yeah. I'm up, I'm down, I'm this and that, but it's the first thing to go, right? A lot of times it's the first thing, like your quiet time, being in God's word, listening to a great sermon. Like a lot of times those aren't our go-tos. Right. So, and when we do feel that press of the world in, in our real life, those are the easy things because you feel selfish too. I think we, I'm speaking for myself here, sometimes I feel like I cannot take the time because mm-hmm. that's that's being selfish, but mm-hmm. it's so imperative for our souls. Or I just take the bare minimum as opposed to just feasting, you know, sometimes on God's word or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So Yeah, and, and um, you know, what's our end game, right? Yeah. What, yeah. Like, what is this life about? What What do we want most? And so... Uh, one of the things that I had written down from this book um, that I that I think you and I both started reading yeah. with our friend Kelly. It's called um, Sacred Rhythms. It's by Ruth Haley Barton. Mm-hmm. Very good. This so is so good. Yeah, and one of the quotes in there says that um, she says we we need to be willing to arrange our life for what our heart wants most. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it from a spiritual aspect, like who we are in Christ, we want growth. We want more of God, right? We should. And, and so we need to have a plan for this, right? Yeah. It doesn't just happen. Like you have to think about that in any relationship. You can't just say, yeah, we're friends and then never spend any time together mm-hmm. or talk or like you can't expect there to be this friendship and an intimacy if you're not willing to put any work in like to a marriage or to anything. So it's That's the same right. with it's the same with Christ, like in our walk with, with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So we love listening to the village church. Um, mm-hmm. they, they're, they're great down there. They're doing a great job and they are committed to preaching God's word. And I, we love it. So that's like a way we supplement um, our, you know, our spiritual walk or whatever. So we were listening to one of their sermons. I believe it was back in June. We will post it to the website. So make sure you go over there to listen because this is one we have listened to multiple times. It is called Spiritual Formation and it's by Matt Chandler. And I uh, he just talks about rhythms. He gives his own examples of like what he has to do for a daily rhythm, a weekly rhythm, an a- like a monthly rhythm, an annual. He talks about the friendship and celebrating how that's something we should be doing. And just he just really lays out really well. And he says something at the beginning of it that I've been really like convicted of. It's been really convicting to me and it's kind of, I'm thankful for it because it, it stuck with me. Um, he says that you do one of three things at all times during the day at all times. You're either cultivating something like making something better, you know, like, so you're 
cultivating, you're creating something or you're consuming something. And so I was like thinking about that, like, you know, you've been driving and you could be listening to worship or a sermon, or you could be um, making something, you know, creating something using the God-given talents you've done, whether that be at your work, at your job, um, whatever it is, or you're consuming something. And I was really convicted of consuming because I can so easily escape by um, playing a phone game while I'm waiting or watching Netflix. Mm -hmm. Like I'm rewatching friends for like the umpteenth time. And I don't know why, like that's so such a waste of my time, (laughs) you know, but a little bit of that's good. Yeah, exactly. But I think this idea that you're talking about is interesting where if we looked at, let's say a day of ours and we wrote down everything that we were doing and to see how many minutes we actually spend on the cultivating part, I think we might begin to see why we're not growing right? or we're not going deeper or we're at the same place we were five years ago in our walk with the Lord or maybe backslidden a little. Yeah. I mean, we want to be moving forward, but maybe we're not really putting time into cultivating that. Right. And I was, I was guilty of that. Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of good things, but I wasn't necessarily cultivating my walk with the Lord. And so it was like that. um, It was really good though, just to be aware of that. And so we actually spent the summer and I, we completely checked out of, all social media platforms, um, which is so freeing. I'm sure everyone takes a break every now and then from either Facebook or Instagram, but like we got rid of everything. Like it was, Good job. it was so great. And, you know, I've just been really guarded since then because it's mm. so easy to just scroll. Like it's so easy just to open that up and scroll. And, you know, I've been, I feel like my Instagram, I use in a different way than Facebook because Instagram, I can choose a lot of these amazing people that are encouraging to follow and or beautiful homes and interiors that I love to look at. So I feel like, okay, this isn't all wasted, which is true. There's a time and a place for it, but mm-hmm. just, I can waste a lot of time. Right. So, no, I, anyways, it was just, it's been really good for me to just be aware of where my weaknesses are in that. Hmm. And then I need to, just be more intentional with continuing, you know, now that we're back in the swing of busy life, like to keep these healthy rhythms going. Right. And even, okay, so let's talk a little bit about you and your running. Oh my gosh. This because I'm thinking so of, we have to put the work me. in, right? It Like it's, it's this idea of somebody who's wanting to even like, if you're wanting to be stronger or healthier or lose weight or whatever your reason mm-hmm. is, like, you know, the work you have to put in to get there. Sure. So talk about that. Okay. So for, for me, I do feel like there's a component um, in the way of God's made us up that we need to be active. Like I create better. I, I'm a better person all around if I just go for a walk. Okay. I don't have to run. Running it might be from the devil. I'm still, <laughs> still kind of convinced. I'm, I am. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm with you. So, like, I'm not saying that you have to go out and, you know, get a gym membership. I'm not saying that. I'm saying just go outside, have a cup of tea on your front step, and maybe walk around your house. Like, you don't have to do anything crazy here. Um, but, so, I, I signed up for this half marathon, and I've been training. Now, I, I was training, and I, you know, because of social media... I get looking at other people that are running and I realize I'm slow. I'm a slow runner. So I, I was doing really well. I was able to run, you know, like seven miles, pretty good. Well, then 
Sounds thought, amazing. Then I thought, okay, I'm, I want to, I want to get faster. Mm-hmm. So this is me with my, I have an unhealthy expectation on myself. Okay. And then I have pride that goes along with it. And I'm the most competitive with myself. I really am. Like I don't compete really with others. I get inspired, but I don't feel like I'm competing with them. I'm really hard on myself. Like I know that about myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm running and I'm like, I think I'm just going to start running faster. I don't like, I'm not, I'm not happy at a 10 and a half minute mile. I want to be nine, nine and a half minutes. (laughs) I get down to doing an 850 mile. Okay. I, so I did this. This is like now a couple weeks ago. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to push it. And I did six miles at nine minutes, 850 to nine minutes. And I ruined my knee. And now I can't run my half marathon. Because I had like an unhealthy expectation on myself and my pride totally got the best of me. So I'm running at the 5K mm-hmm. now, which is, it's fine. It's great. I'm thankful that I still can run, but I, it's been humbling. Of, yeah. yeah. A little bit humble pie. Oh, mercy. But the idea in this, you know, it's, it's so, it's such a good picture of, of an unhealthy rhythm. Well, of even a rhythm, but even a rhythm in general, Oh, agreed. there's some unhealthy mixed in with everything sure. we're going to do. And it's, it's but a journey. It has been, it has, yeah. Like if you want to get the results, you got to put the work in. Right. And I feel better. Like when it's funny after a run, I feel awesome. I hate it when I'm running. Mm-hmm. Like I hate running. I hate it. Like I am not one of these people. Like I will never probably run a half marathon. Maybe, maybe I will down the road. I don't know, but I don't have, I'm thankful for this year though of that outlet for me. Cause I think it was good to get out there and I want to continue to do like a walk or, you know, a jog, but not with this pressure of having to perform at a certain level mm-hmm. and that's that's what I can do so easily mm, yeah. it's a it's an easy way for me to slip back into some really unhealthy rhythms for sure interesting yeah I, I it's got to be grace oriented right yeah this idea of training ourselves for whatever the goal is yeah it, there's got to be grace and we have to remember I think we have to have a healthy perspective of where we're pushing ourselves. Oh, I agree. And why? And why? Yeah. You know, it was like, I, it wasn't good enough. And it's just funny. So like we can take that though and I can apply it to so many other areas of my life mm-hmm. that I've had to learn the hard way. And a lot of times I have to learn the hard way. Yeah. Because I'm just so stubborn in my own flesh. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I think also is that there is this idea of perfection and doing it perfect that we have, you know, like it has oh, to be yeah. hard. It has to be over the top. And, or we you know we, let's say someone wants to start running and they miss a day. Um, and then they're just like, Oh, well I'm done. Like I, if oh, I, yeah. and so it's not, it's not all or nothing. Okay. Right. Um, it's, it's progress. Like our walk in Christ is just like, you know, you're running training. It's, it's progress. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not perfection, No, but it's, a daily routine you're trying to set yourself up to win and every day is not going to be perfect so you know you're going to fail i had this lady this sweet sweet friend of mine she said to me last week um when i was telling her i kind of confessed the whole like i it's pride because at first i was like oh my knees hurt i can't run i didn't really want to say it's because i was being i was going too hard Mm -hmm. and um i you know i was telling her and she's like lynn you got to run your race and how many times have I sat across the table from somebody and been like, 
you know, you got to do what God's called you to do and run your race. And mm-hmm. it's funny. It's so like, this is it actually in a running thing. Like you got to run your pace at your race the way God's made you and be content in that, you right. know, and, and be able to do that well, not looking mm-hmm. to the left and to the right. Mm-hmm. And that was just a really like, oh my gosh, like hitting my head, like mm-hmm. against a brick wall. Like I'm so, so, I can so easily forget the promises of God and, you know, how far he's carried me. Hmm. and just try doing it on my own you're doing mm-hmm. it my way and um and, and it can be so unhealthy but that's been a rhythm that so like I'm trying to be physical during the day even for like 10 minutes if that's all I can do some days but that's something and then being in God's word and um some days I just really don't feel it you know like Kurt, Kurt was telling me that too like he he has somebody he does this with too and they they text every day and like that they're in God's word and some days it's like holding a brick in your hands. Like, I don't even know, you know, I don't even know, but God's faithful and he'll use it. And we know it's not going to be wasted. So just, just doing the things that the spiritual disciplines that are so important for our walk, because it does form our thought life and it forms so much of our attitudes and habitudes, you know, like trying to, to model that well too, for our kids to see that it's not about performing and doing perfect like you said it's mm-hmm. it's about being obedient in the small every day every week you know we have a a time where we have just Kurt and I you know and there's going to be a time where there's just I'm going to do a longer walk once a week you know what I mean give myself an hour and a half to walk not just half an hour and mm-hmm. just trying to create those things that are healthy right yeah and I think getting a plan, you know, getting Mm -hmm. some things written down about how you spend your time, how you want to spend your time and, you know, maybe pushing yourself into some of those uncomfortable areas because that's the thing. Like when I, when we're talking about this, you know, I think a year or two years ago, you would say, I'm not a runner. Oh yeah. But, um, number one, it's hard. It's out of your comfort zone. It's not something you do. I don't even enjoy it. You don't even (laughs) enjoy it. But, but it's something that is rewarding and it's it's taking, it's good for you. Right. And that's the same thing with the spiritual disciplines is that, you know, some of us may say, I'm not a reader. I'm not a prayer warrior. So we don't, we don't spend the time in prayer, but like there are things in order to cultivate that need to be done. So like we need to be alone with God. We need solitude. We need um, to spend time in scripture encountering God. We need to pray because that's where we have develop intimacy with God. So you might not be a prayer warrior. You might not be, you might hate to read, but you need to get in that book. You need 10 minutes every day. Yep. I, you know, 10 minutes of cultivating is nothing in the amount of minutes and all the crap we're doing. Yeah. So yep. let's do some hard things. Let's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh no, I grow. love that. That's such a great, um, like visual, like comparison for me to see that. Cause I, I need to hear that, you know, yeah. and I need, to, and, and there's not one of us in our spiritual walk that get there. Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, now we've arrived and mm-hmm. I've figured out how to do all these spiritual disciplines so well. And no, it will never me. get there. So we need to encourage each other and remind each other that, have you been in the Bible today? Like, so what have you been reading lately? Right. You know, like, right. We need to, yeah, absolutely. And, and in love, know. not to like, pat ourselves on the back but to encourage each other right on the race like that's where you're like cheering on somebody in yeah. their race amen we need people i think to walk beside us encourage us um check in with us 
uh, because I, if we're going to try to do it by ourselves, we're going to be hiding things, fooling yeah. ourselves or just giving up yeah. and just like, you know, oh, I missed today. I'm not doing it. You need someone checking in with you. Hey, how's it going today? And, then, and also how's your rhythm? You let yourself let yourself off the hook. Sorry. Yes. I'll get there eventually. But like, honestly, to be like, okay, yeah, so you screwed up one day. You didn't get it done right. Big deal. Let's move on. Like, right. you can't sit there. We're not camping there. We're moving on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's so good to have that. Um, and this idea of creating a, a rhythm, um, a routine of life. So it's hard to stick to it, but after you're doing something, uh, consistently, Yes. If you're going back to it every day, you might not be able to finish. Maybe there's kids crawling all over you. You might not feel like doing it. Maybe you're sick, maybe whatever you're busy, get it to get to it the next day or get five minutes in 10 minutes. But as long as you are consistent and keep going back to it, eventually it gets easier. Absolutely. It's crazy. It becomes a habit and it becomes something you actually, you do actually enjoy and crave and know it's good for you. And God will show up. He's going to show up in the middle of that. And He's going to reveal things to you that you didn't even know, you know, and I just, that's, that's exciting to me to -hmm. think about whoever you are, you know what I mean? Just, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to pick up my, my Bible and I'm going to ask God to show me something Mm -hmm. um, about him and about me, Hmm. you know, and that's just exciting to think about. Right. And, and on, you know, something else that's happening while you're doing this, if you're, you know, if you're getting this rhythm and this kind of this, um, I don't know, like a rule of life kind of thing. That's what she talks about in this Sacred Rhythms book. If you have this kind of rule of life of what your day looks like, what your weeks look like or whatever, um, your children are seeing this. And so kids, you know, you might want to tell your kids, read your Bible, follow Jesus. Like, you know, those are just words. Right. If they see you praying, if they see you crack and open a Bible and like I'm talking not a Bible on your phone like an actual book that they can tell you're not just scrolling on your phone yeah you know like those things for them to see it like the whole you always say war is caught in the cut right it it really is it really is one of the coolest things that I I have like watched is there was a friend that was hurt badly this past year and just seeing yes the kids knew she was hurt badly Mm -hmm. like her kids knew that she was she was hurt badly um, some of her older kids knew who it was that hurt them badly. And uh, it's just been really great to see. Um, <laughs> she was laughing because <laughs> her one son came to her and said, how can you talk to the, like to these people? Like the ones that hurt the her? ones that hurt her. Mm-hmm. They saw her like going to wars and not bad mouthing. And by the grace of God, she was like, it, she just knows because it was because she was clinging to Jesus because she had nothing else, you know, mm-hmm. and she hasn't done it perfectly. You know, there has been, there have been slip ups, but for her kids to see her um, going towards people in love, not doing it perfectly, but just trying to mimic that. Like, yeah, you're going to have people that you don't agree with or that can hurt you, but you're still called to love them, not trust them maybe, you know, or, you know, that'll Mm. come back in time. But, you know, yes, we're still called to love. Yeah. And and they get to watch their mom do that. Right. Because of rhythms that have been placed in their, her life to choose right Right. not because it was easy the easy thing is to just trash and push away from people right but to see someone do that as opposed to just telling your kids no you forgive you right move towards no especially as the kids get older right it's Mm -hmm. like all those those fundamentals that we teach when they're younger and you know troubles with classmates like the only thing we can boast in is jesus so it's nice when that comes back to, to, to fullness, you know, and mm-hmm. you can see a, the full picture and maybe 
you know, maybe they'll remember that when they're older and oh, absolutely. When they love, you know, when somebody they love hurts them mm-hmm. or betrays them, you know, there's yeah. like this hope that okay, yes, I think of how many times I've done that to God, you know, mm-hmm. that I have sinned and caused separation and hurt towards a God who gave everything for me. Mm-hmm. And yet he still, you know, chases me down and welcomes mm. me in and, you know, brings me close. So it's just, you know, it's just really, yeah, it's that, important because if, if those rhythms aren't there, those healthy habits, if the foundation of why we do what we do aren't there, when those storms of life come, like you, I mean, you can attest to this, I'm sure with Derek, like we saw that in you when you and Derek were walking through when he was so sick, you know, there's like a peace that passes and there's like a, a steadfastness that nothing can shake you because right. you have your God and you know who he is. And mm-hmm. um, there's just something so beautiful about that. And it's so easily all the other things can come in and distract us of that steadfastness, mm-hmm. you know, where we don't necessarily stand strong for what right. we, truth is. So right, it's like uh, in the Bible, we're reminded to look at Abraham who not only believed God, but did what he said and his faith was made true by his actions. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. that changes people's lives it when they does. see us doing the things. And so it can change our kids' lives. It can change our husband's lives. Like maybe they're not on board with this whole spiritual rhythm idea, but if you create a rhythm, I think that um, it's, it will be life-changing for the people around you. Oh, absolutely. Like I was just reading in um, Tozer's, you know, me and Tozer, Root of the Righteous. We're like this. <laughs> <laughs> He's old and he's dead, but whatever. <laughs> um, Tozer's my man. I, we, okay. For that was another thing too. Is like Kurt. I really could have just escaped to fiction, like to a great Over in the, the summertime. Summer. In the summertime is like, that's like my prime fiction. I let myself off the hook to read story because story is important. You do have to have you know that. But I could have just dove into it and not read anything else because that's just my makeup. So. Um, we read some really great books, which I will have you, we'll put on the website. Oh, see, can you tell who the technical one is here? <laughs> Danette will put them on the website for you guys to see. Send them to me. Yeah. And they were so good. But Root of the Righteous, I was actually reading this morning. What? The Root of the Righteous. The Root of right, the Righteous. Of the Righteous. Okay. By Tozer. Yep. Um, I've never heard of it. This is so great. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, I'm excited for you because you're. it's like right up your okay. alley. Um, so... In like chapter 14, he says, There is an evil which I have seen under the sun and which in its effect upon the Christian religion may be more destructive than communism, Romanism, and liberalism combined. It's the glaring disparity between theology and practice among professing Christians. Hmm. Like, isn't that the truth? Like we can go to church and agree with an awesome sermon and yet we apply nothing to our life. So the theology mm-hmm. and the practice just aren't colliding. So then there's people walking around seeing us in our disparity, honestly, like they're, mm-hmm. they're watching us walk around saying that we love Jesus and behaving, giggling at things that God's word says are wrong or, you know, it's not meshing. And so then it's causing this, you know, divide of they look at Christians as these hypocrites, which yes, we're all going to have, we're all hypocrites. We're all okay. hypocrites. I agree. But like, it, it was just like, it's, it's been really good too. This book has been really, really great. I'm loving it right now. That's an awesome truth though. I think that 
we're all going to get it wrong. Yeah. But we need to try to do the things because we, if you believe, believe it, it, that's what, you know, we kind of do what we want and yeah. we do what we believe, right? Yeah. Or we should be. Yeah. Um, and the, and of, or the thing is too, sorry, when you do something that you know is wrong, to listen to that conviction in your heart, that, mm-hmm. that, that twinge of like, oh, yeah, that wasn't right. Right. We need to be like sensitive enough to listen to that. And then, okay, so we, you give yourself grace, you seek repentance, you right. move on. And one of the things about the Christian life that is the most beautiful part is this repentance part. Yeah. So let's say you are not reading your Bible. Let's say that you are watching horrible movies and laughing about it with everyone you work with. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. something ugly and embarrassing right. that you maybe shouldn't be doing as a believer. You can say, you know what? Maybe this isn't the best choice for me. Like, I need to choose a path uh that leads to Jesus. Yeah. And this path may, probably doesn't take me there. But you can say the words to the people that are watching this happen. You know what? I haven't been making good choices for God's glory and I'm going to make some changes. And then guess what? That's humility. That's repentance. That's a new rhythm. But it is. That's a new rhythm. But it takes out the hypocrisy because pretending like we're not doing these things is a lie. Yeah. We're all going to screw up. But let's just show some humility and yep. and and I don't know, be vocal about I, where we've struggled. because that's not, that's not good for my soul. Yes. It's not good for my soul. I can't do that right. because you know, I, I've learned. I'm going to stop doing that. And then when you fall again, Jesus. say, Oop, oops, I tripped again. You know, because it's not about perfection again. We have to go back to that. And this conversation that Lynn and I are having, we talked a little bit about this before, is we're not trying to get duty-oriented people. No. We're not trying to tell you to do, 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 do for God's glory. We're trying to... help you set yourself up not to fail and create patterns in your life so that when it is hard, you're already used to doing these things. Seriously, it's just, it's something that has been hard for me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not easy. It doesn't come natural to me to do some of these things because I'm a sinner. You know what I mean? But God's met me there. Right. You know, and I've I've gone weeks without even opening my Bible. Oh, yeah. Except on, you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's... Oh, who has It's not like I'm this, yeah, I don't want anyone to ever think that about me. But when I do mm-hmm. those things, oh my gosh, the faithfulness of God, you know, mm-hmm. you just can't help but, you know, just why was I waiting so long? And why aren't I doing these things more? And Right, put some work in and then eventually it's going to be, it's going to flow. You might not be able to do the marathon yet, but girls, let's just start doing the 5Ks and see where it leads us because the 5Ks of life. That's right. Get in the word. That's where you're gonna work. Me doesn't start with K. You gotta think. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm like such a squirrel brain. I went from kilometers to like five Ks, thinking, "Oh, we can make like a." uh, Oh my god. Okay. Well, once we get the lettering worked out and we have some good words, the five Ks. Oh my gosh. Seriously, I. Yeah. So, anyways, I run. I run in a week. Oh, cool. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to put a picture on our. Oh mercy. Yes, send me a selfie wherever you are because I'm not going. Dying. I'll be cheering from you from home. <laughs> That's totally fine. No one's, I'm taking the train in alone. So oh, right. we're good. Into the big city. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. I know. I'm kind of excited. It's you like go. something new for me too. So mm, I'm proud of you. I, I was, I thought I was going to have to just not go at all. And then when I saw yesterday is when I saw that it's a half marathon and a 5K. I was like, well, then... I can like not completely damage my knee for the rest of my life by doing another three miles. 
Mm-hmm. If I just wait till Sunday, I can do that. So good. And what like what a good picture for your kids to see too is you can't do what you first had planned, but you have. That's hard to do though. Like it's really hard for me to say it. Like that's how proud I am. I know, like, but you're going to do this. I know. But you know what I mean? It's just so. It's what like, you're capable uh, of right now. I know. Like it's Baby so humbling, steps. man. Here I am, guys. We got it. <laughs> we got <laughs> awesome. It. Okay, well, um, go for it, people. Spiritual rhythms. Make them. We're yeah. going to try. We're going to keep failing and trying again. And we're going to just keep doing this and encouraging each other. Right. Because it's, this is too precious to not do. Mm-hmm. So make sure you head over to the website. You're going to want to see the books that um, I read and that we've been reading on this topic, as well as that, that spiritual formation mm-hmm. sermon is so good. So, so, so good. So awesome. I'm going to listen to it again, too. All right. Bye.